Lucky Boys Podcast. I love conversations, clearly, because mm. we've been talking for almost like two hours now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 but because I, I really do love this because the world needs to learn how to articulate better. Mm. You understand? Like we're we we society's kind of like they want us to push us into a place where we don't give a fuck, right? Excuse my language, right? But how many times have you seen the meme of like the lady in like the field? She's like, look at all the fucks I don't give, right? And so like they're driving this idea that they don't want people to give a fuck. But what happens when you don't give a fuck? <laughs> shit happens, bad shit. Like, well, then we look at the world like, oh my God, the ice caps melting again, all these things. Why, why is this happening again? History is repeating itself again because motherfuckers are not giving a fuck enough. You know what I'm saying? Give a fuck. <laughs> Hashtag that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the news cycle has changed in the way we receive right. news. Back then, you would get it through the newspaper right. or you would get it on the TV and what your physical friends are saying in front of you. Right. But now you're getting everything digitally, mm-hmm. virtually. You're getting, you're getting like skits has become so big. And what's parallel to that is the news clips. People are just reading headlines right. oh, these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much information to source through that it's, it can wear you down. And once it accomplishes that, you become numb to information. Unless it's something you absolutely care about because it has an immediate impact on who you are right. as a person or your family. Yeah. And I think that's extremely dangerous. Oh, yeah. Well, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, that the real devil of the planet is the media to me. Because again, you can't confirm or verify this information they're giving you. They just want, at the end of the day, ratings. They want views. They want to be the, the, the first to say this, the first to know this. You understand? They don't really care about feeding you truth. Can I get you to constantly watch my news channel? That's what they really care about. You know, and so it is very dangerous, man, because that's why it's so easy to divide us Mm. because people don't question things enough. You know, again, going back to what I said early in this conversation, like people need to really learn how to experience something. And then in that human emotion, take a second and process what's what's happening. What are you feeling? What's the best next step? The best reaction, the best response. You know, we're so impulsive beings. We're, We're impulsive beings. You know, if something happens, we need, we want to react and whatever that means to that person. No one really like takes a second to be like, take a breath. What's really but here's, here's a hard truth. Some people don't want to put that energy into asking why and digging for more information or right. to be educated. Some people right. <clears throat> choose be, to be, they choose ignorance. Right. Or be spoon fed. If it's not, they want to be spoon fed information. And if yeah. it's not chewed up and put in your face then why bother going lo- looking right. for it? And, and I mean, that's that in itself, I think, is a problem. So the way we were raised, the way we were brought up systematically in terms of education, mm-hmm. most of America or the country we're in, mo- most of our education it's very old and I feel like it needs an update and, and, and a lot plays into what zip code you're brought up in and, and if, if you have a higher level of education obviously if you have a higher level of education you have a stronger right. network of friends right. that are better educated academically right, right, to right. teach you how to think versus if, you, if you're in an area or in a, you're in a zip code that doesn't enforce that or prioritize education right and it's really just about what's cool 
what's right. fun without that discipline of thought. When you get older, you want to be spoon-fed information because you don't have the mental horsepower. Right. You can't transcend <clears throat> beyond information that's thrown right in front of your face. And if you do go beyond that, you'll just wear yourself down. Or you just don't know the process of how to think. You're easily confused. Right. So what you do, once you feel that discomfort, you don't want to go anywhere near that. You go, you know right. what, that's just, I'm fine over here. And that happens even to people who I know that are smart. I mean, I have friends that are like that, and I'm watching it firsthand. Like, you're so smart. Why do you just take this for face value versus this? You should question that because right. there, there is something absolutely wrong here. Your opinion shouldn't just echo the opinions of the, your favorite news channel. Right. Exactly. But it goes down to what I said earlier about the... Like you, like we were saying about the desensitizing, right? It's like it's this subconscious attack on our minds. People aren't paying attention to the subconscious. We don't even fully understand our subconscious scientifically. You understand? Like, like the smartest people on this planet can't tell you exactly what the subconscious is and how it actually functions in our daily lives, right? Or except the the ones that are high up and they like I was the saying magicians. earlier, you know, that understand human psyche on mm -hmm. the next level. You know, and it's just, it, it, it boils down to that, you know, because like you said, they're lazy, you know, and that's what I mean. I'm here to kind of like want people to learn how to, I think people, you know, education is one thing, right? But the schools are not teaching how to understand something. How do you understand something? Right. Not just but something. that's the thing, though. They're like, not teaching them how to think. That's what so I mean. it creates disinterest in, in deep thought-provoking things because they're, they're taught that the cool shit is important right like uh, they're prioritizing other things that's yeah, not yeah, going yeah. to give them wealth and power right 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 they're just going what's popular and cool and what's chill how and they're willing to be broke over it i mean let me tell you we live in a very interesting time where clout is a currency you understand people will do things f to be on a page to go viral you understand? Um, they rather spend a few racks on a bag so they could take a picture on Instagram than actually save up because saving up would take too long to maybe buy a house or buy a car, which would be a greater flex, right? Mm -hmm. But no, I got the two bands now and I need this Louis belt now. I need the bag now. You know now. what's the biggest flex? I need flex? the Yeezys. Yeah. You know what's the, the biggest Yeezys flex now. when somebody tells me? It's not what car, what bag you got. I look at you like, all right, cool. You're very liberal with your money. You're down to spend it and you don't care good for you but if i hear that you still got a check-in at work right i mean you know what i mean if you you're missing payments to your your, your kid I, I don't care if you're some shit like that i don't care about all that that's up to you but the biggest flex for me is and i'm, I'm just talking about flex yeah if you miss payment for your kids that's fucked up and then you yeah you're <laughs> flexing <laughs> your shit, you know? but but what i am saying is the biggest flex for me is if you could tell me yeah i'm retired right early mm -hmm. I don't really, I have, I have fuck you money. I'm, nobody can tell me shit. I am right. my own boss. Right, 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 I don't right. got to check in with anyone. I do this because I love it. Right, and right, I'm right. living life and I'm enjoying it. And I don't need all of this. I don't need to flex for you. Right. Just right, so you right. could think I'm cool. Right, exactly. I'm flexing for me so that I could be happy. I don't need your permission to be happy just because I got, I got a dope watch. I got an insane car, dope crib. And then you need to tell me that's cool for me to be happy. Why am I depending on you to give me permission to be happy? I'm going to depend on me. I'm going to work on my financial freedom. 
right. so that I know that I'm good and I'm t- and everybody right. around me I can help as well because right. as soon as I have that now I have access and power purchasing power where I can create more and influence right. those around me and help them move forward as well versus if I spend all that money that and it's fine you can purchase materialistic stuff and that's cool right. but if you're doing it and it's hurting you mm. and you're setting yourself up for failure because you're you're buying depreciating assets and liabilities and now you have to check in all the time you don't really have the freedom you don't really have the life that you're trying to show everyone right right then you fucking up the smoking mirrors you're killing man. yourself the smoking mirrors people put themselves in holes for things like that like you know in financial holes or in relationship turmoil because they're choosing this cloud over you know this for me the for me and 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 you know for some it, again from person to person the greatest flex is going to mean something else right for somebody else the greatest flex is to have the latest sneakers Right? The greatest flex is to have the bag or the car or the baddest shorty or whatever their flex is. Right? So I'm not going to judge someone for what they want to flex in. But I, would, I always encourage people to reflect this way. Forget about flex. Reflect. You understand? Because you can go through time flexing with materialistic things. But Reflect. Is this bringing you actual joy? Is this bringing you growth? Is this, you know what I mean? Like, what the, the, like find your purpose, find your meaning, find what, what you want, right? And uh, as long as you're not hurting people, you know, for me, the greatest flex is to be a genuine person in this, in this world. This world doesn't want genuine people. They want you to fall in love with money. They want you to cut his throat for the bag. They want this. Because there's monetary gain somewhere, you understand? Greed, manipulation, narcissism, it only feeds the system so yeah take your selfies love yourself aesthetically get like chase money because that will put you against the next person right either in the, in some like rival way where i got more money than you or in some way where it's like be jealous of me right be, exactly like it's all these narcissistic thoughts you know what i'm saying yeah. and so for me the greatest flex is being able to move genuinely in a world where they, it, it doesn't breathe that, you know, they, you know, it's very, let me tell you something, it's very hard to be a good person in this world, like, that's not talked about enough. And that's, that's another reason why people fight, because at times it doesn't seem that the good gets rewarded, and we right. all heard that saying, the good die young. Right, I mean, and not always, you know, but I think people hold on to these sayings because, again, they don't want you to be good. So if I tell you and make you believe that the good die young, you're going to be good? If I tell you and I, and I make you believe that nice guys finish last, are you going to be a nice guy? Mm-hmm. Who, wants to be, who wants to finish last? Nobody, right? But if I tell you that that's a fucking lie, mm-hmm. right? And I show you a different way just by being, just by living, I'm going to show you that I can move through this world genuinely, you know what I'm saying, and, and touch people's hearts and move people in a way where I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing. In fact, I just want to give too, you understand? And hopefully with that, I can inspire and show people a different way of being, a human, a man, an artist, you understand? And all these things literally just take a higher level of understanding. It takes an extra conscious effort to say, no, let me understand 
let me understand a little bit further. Let me understand this life. Let me understand myself. That's the biggest thing. Mm. Let me understand myself on a deeper, deeper level, right? And what does that mean? What, what are you here for? What do you want to do? There's really no right or wrong answer. Life is a couple of things, right? You could probably fit into your hand that are solid. And one of those things is decisions. Life is about decisions. You're, you're literally a whole other life, a uh, life, you know, the way your life looks, one decision away. You can make a different decision right now. Your life's going to look entirely different. You understand? And so these decisions, but, but these things aren't talked about as much. They don't want you to be conscious about your decisions. The only thing that matters is the bag. Bottom line is the bag. Nice guys finish last. You know, uh, all these kind of things, man. And I got to tell you, like, in my experience, in my life, I'm just grateful to everyone and every moment, you know, and it's not always good. Like, that's not how life works. You know, I think people think that you get to a point in your life where everything is hunky-dory. It never is. It doesn't matter what level you're on. You don't think that Jay-Z and Beyonce don't got their own struggles to worry about? They got all this money. They have this influence slash power, right? But let me tell you, that comes with a whole other struggle that we can't even understand because we're not on that echelon, right? But you get there, there's a struggle. You don't go through life without a struggle. Even if you're born with a silver spoon, right? That's going to be a whole other struggle that we can't relate to. Right. Maybe the struggle is that you're lazy. You're less motivated. Why would you need to get up and go do something if the money's going to be there the whole time? The right? biggest thing I see with people that was born with silver spoons in their mouth, and I've hung out with them. I had conversations with them. The biggest struggle that I see with them is that they try so hard to be relatable or to understand what normal people go through. Right. They can't. Hmm. They could never do that, but they try right. to downplay. Number one, they always try to downplay their wealth. Right. They try to. Um, they don't act their income for the most right. part. With, with they want to be cool with everyone and say, "Look, I'm not this guy." Right. That's one. Two. They have strong opinions about things, but they never live through that. Like they don't really understand. Like those ideas sometimes don't work. Right. They think that it does, you know, someone in the ivory tower can't tell me how to walk. Right. Well, because they can't relate, right? Like, they've never maybe been in a moment where they were hungry and they didn't have money for that. They don't know what being hungry you know feels what like. like. Like, in that detachment from Earth, from being an actual human, from these things, you know. Uh, and, and not that it's not possible. I'm sure there's rich, you know, people out there that... They're, they're, they're giving back, right? Um, Look, but the news won't put them out there. <laughs> but that, here's what I'm saying. is like they, they could tell me all the stuff that they see on the news, read in a book and movies they watched. Right. But right. they can't tell me what it feels like to walk around with holes in your shoes and that's all you got. Right. They can't tell me what it feels like to really have hunger. They can't tell right, me what right. it feels like to wear the same clothes every day. Right. They can't tell me what it feels like to walk around having to look over your shoulder because you're not sure if this is safe for you while coming home from school. Right, right. They, don't, they can't tell me how it really right, feels like. Right. They, can't, yeah. they don't have those first-hand experiences. Right. They can't tell me what, you know, it's like this. It's like, I could tell you what Chinese food looks like and smells like all day right right because I, i've watched my parents cook it but if you only watch what you see in movies and you're trying to tell me what your experience with chinese right. food to someone that doesn't that have an experience too they go oh yeah, yeah and let's say you're a really articulate and excellent communicator and you're telling me how great chinese food tastes like and how it's the process is being made so i'm gonna go oh yeah 
you can't really tell me how it smells, how it cooks, and watching right. your mom make it, and you right. getting involved with it, and how it feels when it when that when that hot plate actually hits right. the table. So that that's what I'm talking no, about. No, I truly get it because unless you're in it, there's no way for you to know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm sure your culture has, like my culture is rice and beans growing up. Like that was it, right? And so every culture has their thing. And that's why I always like, try to encourage and inspire and influence onto the people that it's really not about putting my struggle against your struggle. It's really just understanding that struggle is struggle. You understand? Like, and life is struggle. Doesn't right. matter how rich you are because, right, if you're rich, there's a detachment, right, from like maybe morals or, 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 or human sensitivity, right? Because you've had to chase this bag the whole time. And a lot of times chasing the bag requires a lot of sacrifice. Family time is gone because I, I, I got to do this, right? And so now this kid growing up in this rich house, okay, albeit he has money, but where's the love in this kid's life, right? Mm. Where's that struggle? The, 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 the kid that's growing up in the hood maybe don't understand that struggle because their parents are feeding them with love because that's what they got to give them. Right. You understand? And so the struggles are just different, but the struggle is there. Yeah. And so we would, could find a common ground if we would stop putting our struggles over each other and put them side by side and just be like, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, I could help that rich white, uh, rich kid, you know what I mean, that doesn't really get the love from their household because money comes before that, right? Unfortunately, because that's what happens. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there's rare instances where I think people have a substantial amount of money and they still give love. There's people out there. But I think what you normally see is that money, because to get that sub substantial amount of money, it kind of takes, to, you got to cut some throats somewhere. You know My I mean? problem is is really just if you haven't been through it to right. have an opinion, a strong opinion, and speak right. on behalf of, for example, if you you were rich your whole life, and then you were, and then you're trying. You're speaking as if you were poor your whole right. life. That that's my problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's just like culture appropriating, right? There's got to be a, a word for that. Struggle appropriating, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like you you ain't about you more, that life. Yeah, I respect was you more. Was that struggle Olympics? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, struggle Olympics. Like, yeah. I, I I respect you more if you go. Look, I I've, I've been crazy rich my whole life. I I can't really fully understand. But I could relate and I feel for you, man. That sounds horrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right there, I was cause, like, Because here's, here's, here's magic, that's right? Truth. That's the genuineness right. we're talking about. Right. But for you to be fake and go, yeah, I know. One time, like, I left my credit cards at home and I totally get it, man. It's, it's. <laughs> I was like, yo, man. I left my black fuck. card, and man, it was such a hard day, you know. I had to drive the Civic. I had to oh fly gosh. back in my Ferrari. <laughs> I had to Ferrari beat flies. the cops in a race. To get back, like, get out of here, bro. You know no, what I mean? No, I was hanging out with this kid so rich. He was like, I was like, he came, he pushed up with a Porsche and he apologized. I was like, what? He goes, I was like, yo, this is a dope car. And you know what he said? Everybody drives a Porsche. It's not a, it's a normal car. Because there's always the next level, though. That's Ferrari, the thing. Lamborghini, he goes, that's nice. Well, this is okay. I was like, okay. And, 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 and you know what? And I love to say this because this is something I learned. You know, in, 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 my, in my growth, what's, what is chaos to the fly is normal for the spider. You understand? And like, it takes, like, I had to think about this for a while. Like, what does that really mean? And this is truly life. You know, to us, you pulling up in that nice Porsche, shh, that's chaos. That's fire. But to him, his spider life, he's been doing that. He knows other spiders. This is nothing. 
That's normal. You see? And so every time, in every scenario, it's literally that. You know what I mean? For someone, it's chaos. For someone, it's normal. Normalcy. You know, if you, if you come from a, a very, very oppressed hood, like, for the cops, to, for you to feel oppression by the cops, that's normal. For a white person to feel pressure by cops, that's chaos. Mm-hmm. My God. This life is balanced one way or another, but it's hard in our human experience to see these things and go, I see the balance, you know, because again, we put our struggle over the other. Listen to the greatest scenario, right, that could happen on planet Earth. If we put our struggles side by side, how we could help each other, right? The rich person who maybe is detached from love in their life because when you pursue money, this is a, a byproduct of that normally. The poor person, all they got is love. I'll help your struggle if you help my struggle. You understand? If you're a gazillionaire, like, man, I'll just give me a little bit of financial freedom. Man, I'll show you love forever. And it's not about owning. It's not about owning. You know what I'm saying? It's not you giving me money now so that I give you this fake love. All through, like, genuine, you have to move genuinely. You understand? But, like, if, if if, you know, any rich person listening that feels like a lack of love in their life, find somebody with a financial struggle. Give. Bless these people. Mm And watch the love you're going to get back in return. Why, why, when you see celebrities and they do philanthropy work and they're just giving back, you see the love they get? You understand? And that's perfect harmony. That's putting our struggles right next to each other. You know, and saying, you know what? Your struggle, I was born rich. You were born poor. We didn't get to choose that shit. That was maybe our parents or our parents' parents, right? Or, and depending on the pigmentation you were born with, then there's a whole other conversation of where you're at in life, right? In these social classes. Mm-hmm. Put your struggles side by side and watch some magic happen. You understand? Because shit, man, I got this story I want to tell, but I don't got the equipment. There's somebody out there with equipment that don't have a story. It's not one struggle over the other. Put our struggles together, man. Balance. Let's tell this story together. And that's the balance now. you're talking about. You see? Yeah. That's best case scenario. That's like that's like the harmony that I'm trying to get people to understand. Like, man, if we just put our struggles to right, per, like to make it more real, right? Stop Asian hate. Black Lives Matter. It's not one struggle over the other. Put them together, and we're a force. You understand? Imagine you got a million people marching and another million people marching parallel in parallel. Instead of these now millions going at each other, you know, and so it's that kind of thing, man, you know, but I could talk about this all day long, y'all. Like I go deep, deep, deep to the to the to the roots, you know, uh, of thought, you know, I have a it's so funny. I said I have a um, I have a what do you call these? Um, those, those those fortune cookies. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. What do you call them again? Uh, fortune um, the fortune things that the come fortune. out of yeah. yeah the fortune cooking things right the fortune cooking notes I yeah. have like two or three of those that three of these that like really really Resident. I was like wow someone really like this one's strong and I've had this for years the ancestor of every action is thought and I and, and so it like what does that shit mean bro like you hear it sounds nice did you just bring that here because you were going on a lucky boys podcast no, <laughs> no. I, I finally I, like, how old is that it. was that this afternoon how old no, was that no this is you years just by Canals, this is know. years this goes back when I was still doing engineering work and I used to go to with my co-worker to this Chinese spot right yeah. across the street from my job mm-hmm. and I just can't ignore when the universe speaks to me, you know? And this is like, what does that mean? The, yeah. the, the ancestor of every action is thought. 
What that means is that you've got to be thinking about something for so long to then finally get to the point of action. You understand, right? You want to make this leap of faith from engine. I wanted to make this leap of faith from engineering to acting, right? You know how much thought there was before the action came? Like, it takes our mind a while to really understand before we get to this comfortable place of execution. You know what I mean? And it was genius because I was like, man, it kind of made me act a little bit faster on these thoughts. Because it's like these thoughts could be lingering and manifesting and, um, you know, what's the other word? You know, um, just building thoughts for a long time, but then there's no action. So, you know? so you're saying when you saw that, that was sort of like the universe telling you this is, I've been thinking about this this like entire it, time. And, yeah. and now this is time to take action. Yeah, it was kind of like the universe saying like you have these things that you've been thinking about for a while. And it's time, it's time now to make the thoughts you know, ancestors of this action. And when you think about that timeline of ancestors, mm. that time difference, right? When we talk about our ancestors, we're talking way back. Yeah. Way back, right? So think about the action, right, of this podcast creating it. Like how long did this, you ought to even think about it, right? Like, and so just kind of thinking about it, understanding this gave me this motivation, this power to like turn these thoughts faster into action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people's, they let their dreams, their ideas, and their thoughts die. And sometimes it could be the, it could be a simple idea, but it's an amazing idea. But they talk themselves out of it or they let that negative voice tell them that this is a terrible idea. I think um, there's this new Disney movie, uh, animated movie called Luca. Oh, yeah. yeah that came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I was just watching I it with I my need kids. To see it. And it, it's based uh, on, on like, these kids are like mermaids. They, they grew up in the ocean. And when they come out the ocean, they turn into people. And they didn't know that until he came out the ocean. And he discovered that this world is much larger. And, and this other kid that he met um, taught him how to silence that voice. Because hmm. he kept on being worried on, on, oh, on, he kept looking at what can go wrong. And this is terrible idea. And we shouldn't, and we shouldn't <clears throat> do this at all. This is going to hurt us. And my parents are going to be mad. And he created all this scenario in his imagination before even giving it, giving it a chance. Right. And then his friend that he met just tell him this simple phrase, Silencio Bruno. And that just, he just gave it an identity, hmm. acknowledged it, called hmm. it Bruno, and just said it out loud, Silencio Bruno. And then they went and did the crazy stuff or went Fire. on the adventure and just did whatever they needed to do. And they really, that was really the mantra that they kept throughout the film. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I thought that was beautiful. I think that is beautiful, you know, because from person to person, we have to find ways to get ourselves to do the things that we know we should be doing, but we're maybe too lazy to do or too afraid to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's not easy being like, I want to get up on stage and do something. Mm-hmm. Sure, we could think it. You know, we could dream it. But the action, the act of actually getting up there, holding that mic in front yeah, of people that you don't people, know yeah. and being confident and relaxed. I mean, this is why people get paid big, big, big bucks, you know, in the entertainment industry, because it's like that's a magic trick, you know. Um, and it really it really stems from like just being understanding yourself more and more and being free, like and being a little bit fearless. You know, I think, you know, a, a slice of fear in your life could help you last along in Are life. You- Right, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I used to fear like the end of life. I used to be like, "Oh my God, one day I'm like I'm gone. One day you're gone." Ah, 
Like, what is this? What what is this? Like, my, mm. like I was like twelve years yeah, old thinking too. these things, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, my dad kind of put it to rest for me. He was kind of like, "Look, son, you know." And I was I had questions about religion. I had questions about all these things. And he was like, "Look, you know." God is one of the it's this, one of the things on earth where you will never have a concrete answer to. It's something that you either have to choose to believe or not, and that's called faith. Mm-hmm. And the choice is yours, you know. Um, and, and you had and, that and I was like, yeah. I choose to believe uh, because in my life experiences, that's what's working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like when it came to death, he was like, "Look, death is something that literally is inevitable." He was like, "So why fear it? Why even waste thought?" On something that is absolutely going to happen, right? There isn't no, there isn't, there isn't imagination there. There isn't speculation there. There isn't science there. It is like literally the, one of the most matter of fact of things of life that we can actually truly say we understand. That we go right to some other energetic realm or nothing, depending on what you believe. So for me, it kind of relinquished this fear, and it kind of allowed me to like step into these places where I was like, well. Shit, I'm going to go anyway. So, yeah, let me do this podcast. Let me go for the acting career. Let me try to, like, do these dreams that, like, people may shit on me and be like, you're really crazy to think that you can move the world this way. Call me what you want, but it's still my decision. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, people don't, like, we take that for granted. It's the power of free will. Sure. Like, I've read a book called Zero to One. I forget who's the author, but it's an incredible book. And it talks about like how, like originality and how do you, how do you get from zero to one, right? This brand new thing in this world. How does somebody, like the new Facebook couldn't be another Facebook? Has to be, a, right? Because then it's not zero to one. It's one to two, two to three, three to four, and so on. Because it's the same social media platform, same format. So is it really zero to one? No. Zero to one is something that's complete. Like it was like the first Facebook you know uh the first cash app right like these zero to one companies and so it was all this like and 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 just to get to the point in the book he really like preaches like you'll find the zero to one where there is a thought that's you know usually uh not the popular opinion right so I can sit here and tell you these crazy ideas that I have and somebody the 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 masses will tell me that I'm crazy you know, but in this craziness, because I'm thinking in a different way, I can find a zero to one because there's this unpopular opinion. It's these thoughts, these things that people aren't really saying or thinking about because we're in, in a society that's herd mentality driven. Right. We're talking about dessert. Like, you know, it's just your, your opinions are your friends opinions or the reviews opinions, not your opinion. You didn't watch the movie. You just read the review. And now that's your opinion. Well, Rotten Tomatoes said it was, it was trash, so it's got to be trash. Watch the fucking movie. Because there may be something in the movie for you that touches you personally. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's not about the reviews. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I'm not to get too lost or too, like, open up too many tabs, but, you know, I encourage people to, to challenge their, their level of understanding, how they go about understanding something. You understand? It's not just black and white ever. It, you know, you can't, there's not one side to a coin. You know, there's always this other side. And I really encourage people to open their minds a bit and their hearts a bit to understand the other side of the coin. How is it that a Latino or, or, or an Asian can, can support someone like Trump who goes around and says these outlandish things? How is it possible? 
Can I just, do I just throw them in a box and call them dumb? Is that helpful? Like, is that going to help my understanding? Like, we may get into a fight because I do that. Because now this person is going to throw me in the box and call me dumb. Because I'm not even attempting to understand. Where does this come from? So, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? So it sounds like a lot of it's like, do what makes you come alive. Yes. Makes you feel like life is worth living without hurting someone. Absolutely. And do that fearlessly. And do that alone if you have to. Because you may be doing something that the world's never seen. Mm-hmm. And so they, people don't under, when Let me tell you something. The derivative of fear, the thing that humans in general fear is the lack of information. That's why the, dark, the horrors are dark. It's dark. I, I can't see what's in that fucking corner. The monster might come out of that corner and kill me. I'm scared of it. I don't know what death is. He stopped breathing. What does it mean? I'm scared of it. I just don't understand it. There's lack of information there. Space, scary. I don't know what's out there. Under that ocean, under the water, I don't know what's under there. Lack of information is derivative of fear all the time you understand so if if i'm a you know a person that doesn't understand this culture or these people that fear lack of information lack of understanding is what's going to cause this fight or flight right like when we have this discourse then we have these tragedies right it's just literally people not wanting to take an extra step to understand right and have what that conversation. this problem actually is what yeah. is this what's this issue i remember this lyric from nas one of nas's older songs that he <clears throat> did with uh, p diddy people fear what they don't understand hate what they can't conquer right mm. that's a fact yeah. you know and nas i mean he's you know he's been in the in the third eye around for a long time you know there's a song with um one of Bob Marley's son, I can't remember right now, but it's called, um, oh my God, it's such a great song. The one we have with uh, Bob Marley's son? Bob Marley's son. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ziggy, called, is Ziggy Marley? Um, Ziggy Marley or someone, someone else? Or um, Jesus, I can't, like it's, it escapes me, but it's such a great song, it's an older song, and, they, and the things they say in this song, it's Nas. Uh, and so Nas and uh, Damien. Damien Marley. Damien Marley, right? What the name of the song is? Uh, let me check this. Such a great song, y'all. Y'all need to hear this song. They're talking like ancient, ancient, ancient shit, man. Yeah. So it's uh, patience. Patience. Distant relatives. Yeah. Patience. Patience. Godly song. You like worldly song. Like they're talking about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Damon Marley. I, I recommend getting the lyrics version on YouTube so that you can follow because Damon Marley, you know, his accent could be a little heavy. So it's kind of hard to cap those, catch those words. But oh Powerful my words God, yeah. man. You know, uh, it's, it's, it goes deep, man. It goes deep. You know. Um, but definitely check the song out. When you check it out, you're going to know what I mean. Like, uh, but yeah, you know, people should just really try to understand and or understand that all the information we have is just humans making up and trying to understand what this world and life trying is. Trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, this is why, like, my belief in science is goes up to a certain extent. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because at a level, all you have is just theories now. You just have theories. It's not proof. It's not concrete. You know what I mean? Like, you want me to believe these billionaires touch the atmosphere space? Why? Because there's a video of this guy and uh, and his and these females floating in this cockpit of them in space. We watch that in movies all the time. It literally looks the exact same way. 
You don't think that this billionaire can pay for CGI effects like Hollywood films? You got to be out of your mind to not think that a billionaire who only cares about power and money wants you to believe that they went to space. But the, I, I and believe the they went to space. And I don't. But this is my personal opinion. They're because trying to, they're trying to commercialize it. And they're going. And if other people purchase their tickets to get into space, uh, I don't see why they would lie about it. I think it still is remains to be seen. But my thing is this. You can't show me just a clip of this billionaire sitting in a cockpit in space floating, right? Because I've seen this in movies before, right? So don't think that because you're floating that now I believe you're in space when I can't actually see space. If you look at the clip, they only show him here and he's looking out the window and there's like a strong light. Looks like space, right? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, you're talking about, uh, you talking about the recent So, so you're talking flight? about like Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Uh, not Jeff Bezos, Bezos, the other guy. What's the uh, other guy? Richard, like the Virgin, Branson, Virgin, Branson, yeah, yeah. Branson. yeah. The, the only clip you see of him in space is them in the cockpit floating around. Oh, it's just him. Not, not just him. With it's like people. there's like two uh, two women in it also, and you see them floating back and forth. And he's sitting there. Yeah. They look excited. So you think it's smoke and mirrors? I think it's totally smoke and mirrors. Why? Uh, again, um, if you're a billionaire, right, that means you are in some form of way are uh, in the echelon of elites. You understand? Your connections are things. The public level will never understand. You understand? You're a billionaire. You know what it would take? You know what it takes for you to be a billionaire? Like, there's a mentality, there's a mindset. You got to have some level of greed where you just need more, 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 more. What's the future? Space. If they're really letting out aliens, right? What's the thing? I need to be the first billionaire out here. Well, that's their flex. It's literally... Right. It's literally no different than the Cold War, right? Russia and America having a piston contest. Who could get to space first? Who could get to the moon first, right? And we're not going to get into the debates if those things were real or not. But my thing is this. You're not going to get me to believe that these people were in space just because of these clips you show on t uh, online. Because you look at the Jeff Bezos one, right? You don't even see Jeff Bezos in the cockpit in space the way you see the other guy. What they did with Jeff Bezos is they just showed the cockpit land and they want you to believe. Can you show me a clip of Jeff Bezos entering that cockpit and can you show me a clip of Jeff Bezos exiting that cockpit that they want me to believe landed? You can't. Where is it? Somebody find it to me. Find it for me, please, if it's out there. If I see Jeff Bezos get on that thing, he shoots up and he comes out, and he comes out of it, then I believe you. But you want me to believe just because I saw this little thing land and they just stay on it. You don't see people come out of it. Mm -hmm. I, I want to encourage people to really challenge the things the media show you. These people are bazillionaires. Bazillionaires. You don't think it's possible that they would do? They want your, they want, clout is the hell of a drug, bro. <laughs> they want to be the first in space, right? Because now they've been there, they're experienced. And when you've been there and you have experience, what does this, what does this give you? Money. It is literally a billionaire flex to me. The fact that you want me to believe y'all was in space for what? You want the tip of space? You want the tip of atmosphere? And then what? You understand? It, to me, honestly, if I want to scratch a little bit deeper, they're distracting us from something. Mm. You understand? Because what are we, we are spectacle-driven beings, right? This is why we can sit here in a park and stare at these exploding firecrackers for hours sometimes. Because we, we, we can't help but take our eyes away from a no, spectacle. That, that, no, that, yeah, that's interesting that you say that because there are so many issues with 
Amazon kind of infringing on a lot of you know I mean, businesses and and everything oh yeah. that they're doing in, oh yeah. in terms of the environment and everything like that. And yeah, it's interesting that you said like this is a distraction. It could be. My thing is this: like, there's nothing wrong with being a proud American, but understanding and being conscious of what of of America, what it's done and what it's doing. Like, there's literally not like I feel like people think that you can't be proud to be American and think these things. Why? I think you're even smarter to understand that your parents are human too. I think it's smart to understand that your parents don't always get it right either. That don't make them bad parents all the time. You understand? So it's like crazy to me when people are like, yo, well, get out of this country then, then move. Oh, oh, oh. And they do all this, they spill all this dumb shit. I'm just like, but you understand, like I see, I see things differently and I understand where they're coming at. They're coming at me because they, they, their pride is in America. They, they're so indoctrinated that, that they're programmed to not even think this far. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to judge you. You could come at me with that talk. That bounces off of my skin, my aura like crazy. Because I understand where that place is coming from. You know what I mean? You look at me. I'm Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, go back to your country. Oh, 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 and all this stuff. Or vice versa for any other person of color, right? Or minority. You know? And it's just like, we have to like, and this comes down to understanding. Really try to understand where's all this person. They're projecting something that's coming from inside of them onto me. I'm not going to let it affect me. Don't let it affect you. You know what I mean? Stay strong in your belief. Stay strong in your... In, in, look, at, look, if you can convince me, then convince me. But it's not going to be easy to convince me because I believe what I believe, hopefully, and I've thought about this and I've done research, and so let's take it there. If you can convince me, then shit, I'll change my... I'll, I'll eat my words. And I think people have to be comfortable and normalize this too because it's the ego that doesn't want to change your opinion. So do you believe that we landed on a moon? I'm not First. sure. I'm not sure. I can't concretely say. Because I've never been there. I've never seen nobody go there. I've seen the clips that they show me. <laughs> I can't, again, it's these things where you can't concretely verify, confirm that, listen, people can say what they want, but it'll remain a question for me. Do I think that these Apollo spaceships that, you know, have crashed and people lost their lives? Maybe they lost their lives. Maybe they were paid to disappear. Do you honestly believe on this gigantic fucking planet back in those times where cameras were very minimal, if there were any, that people couldn't get paid and disappear and you would never see or hear from them again? Is that really too hard to believe, people? And the why, right? Because then it's like, but why would they do this? Why would they lie to this extent to get people to believe that they made it to the moon? It's, it's, it, it, it mind boggles me that people can't understand or see a why. It's power. It's control. If I can reach a place that you could never reach, then you're just going to trust and trust my word. And now I can do whatever I want with you at this point. You understand? So it's literally mind control. It's literally, you know, that's why there was like that whole hoopla with like flat earth versus the sphere theory and all these other things. And it, it became a thing because a lot of those flat earthers challenged ideas, you know, in this, in this sphere theory was like, well, I don't know. I guess the only things we could result to is what this is, what NASA says. Why do we trust NASA as if? These are, this isn't an organization created by humans that also 
are not immune to ego, manipulation, power, greed, narcissism. You know, this might, might, this is, and I'm going to connect this, go a little deeper, like the Bible. I believe in God. My relationship with God, I thank you, God. I'm protected. This is what I believe. My, you know what I mean? Like, it's, again, the belief, right? But the Bible, that's something else. Do I believe God is in the Bible? In the Bible? Yes. I think that you can, like, from person to person, somebody can read the Bible and, and they're going to find a section that's going to talk to their life, right? That may not talk any life to the next person. But the Bible itself was written by human beings. And so, and to be more specific, it was written by men. So if you could understand the world today, if you're a conscious being on today's world, and you can understand in 2021 that men are abusive, men are narcissistic, men are manipulative, right? We are like all these things, right? And I don't want to bash men because women aren't perfect, but we have to, we have to acknowledge what is. And this world wasn't created and, and the systems that weren't created by men, I mean by women. Women didn't even have a say in the creation of the system. So we need to just call it what it is. It was men. Right. You understand? So... So if you understand that we're egotistical and we're power hungry and we're greedful creatures, right? That in 2021, then why is it so hard to believe that human beings back in this time period where morals and values and life was still being understood and, 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 and created and explored, why is it so hard to believe that even these spiritual, godly, good-meaning people didn't have some form of manipulation or narcissism or, or some bias, form of power, right? Because if I tell you that it's a sin to be gay because I don't believe in gays, then you better listen because God wrote this. It's in the Bible. Is anyone thinking about these things? God is a man where? How? If we were made in God's image, right? Let me play to that, right? If, if, if we were made in God's image, what do we see in human life? Who gives birth to who here? Women women yeah. but y'all want me to believe that God's a man why if we were made in God's image just think about this if we were made in God's image first of all God is God God isn't she he why are we humanizing the divine this source why are we like you know what I'm saying we're, we're literally taking the made in God's image too literally right and then if we go literally then who gives birth who creates here on planet earth to every single living being women so you don't want me to think that back in these biblical times that man and their own ego was like mm, we're gonna make it about men we're gonna be this manly right because now there's all these pronouns that everyone needs to be politically correct he she they them right it's all this it's all this this stuff but no one's ever talking about well let's if we're gonna go that route let's go all the way we're gonna change mankind is anyone saying that you ever heard anyone go and say well we need to change this to womankind or humankind is anyone talking about that it's so rooted it's so rooted in us that we don't even think about these things you understand we don't stop to think that it's possible that the world that was created for us that were to be born in these are these things were possible these things existed these things are real and it mind boggles me because we live in a human experience of our own in today's world and we experience that so why not then you understand um I mean, there's documentaries and documentaries, right, of corruption in Catholicism, in any religion, right? We, you can look at the Middle East and people will look at their stuff and, and then there's the debates about that, right? What's said in there? What's believed in there? Well, no, that's interpreted wrong. Come on. What are we talking about here? You know what I you mean? Know, you say <laughs> deeply rooted. Um, you mentioned some things about words having an impact. 
oh, yeah. and it's a vibration and we use words to control or subconsciously send a message and I, 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 I what just came to mind I don't know why I didn't think about it before but what just came to mind when you said that was I had a friend that told me Will why do you think they use the word black hmm. to relate it to something sinister black ice mm -hmm. black magic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, the dark arts. Mm -hmm. Right, so they black always cats. try to not black good. cats, not good. So they always try to paint that picture and use the word black, yeah, and associate it with something negative. evil, sinister, right. and negative, sinister, yeah. something that's bad for you. Mm -hmm. And and he told me it was well that translates to subconscious because he goes, can you imagine what it means when you actually see a black person? Right. What does that mean for them? But, and especially right. with the media portraying every time there's a, a crime involving a black person, now they're really reinforcing that. With the words that they're using, right? Because um, white shooter shoots up to school, mentally ill. Black shooter shoots something, thug. You understand? Words are spells. And I love that you said that because the fact that who, who decided that black cats meant something bad? Black magic was bad. Who dis who called it this? Who said it was black magic? You understand? There's there's it, there's an black agenda. Black male. There's right. Th th like Wait. like there's these like somebody did this. You understand? Like somehow somebody did this. Who? Google don't got those answers, right? And so you know, I just again encourage people to think a little deeper into things, try to understand things. You know, like like. Is this a thought that they want me to feel or think or, you know, like what's really happening? Like see it from every single angle possible. Mm -hmm. Did they try to do it to, to Asians as well? Yellow peril? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, it's wordplay, basically, you know, back in, uh, you know, war with Japan. I mean, they called yellow peril, you know, to, you know, putting the putting Asians as a foreigner, you know, being depicted right. as a foreigner, not right. American. Exactly. I mean, man, it's a lot, you know, and, and, and again, it's not about bashing America. It's really just not settling for the information handed to you, acknowledging that human beings aren't perfect in any way, shape or form. Um, and that doesn't exclude anyone in government, anyone in religion. It, that, tra that transcends all that. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. It goes back to what you were saying earlier about the word race, challenging right. other people to think about why do you think they use the word race to represent people right. of different cultural backgrounds? Why? It's interesting, you know. It's just these things that, you know, I, 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 you know, I pray the world can ultimately hear one day, and hopefully, I'm articulating all of this in a way where I think people from anywhere on the planet could understand and go, you know what? I never really thought about that. I think half you the know? people will go. I mean, just like society, right? I think half the people are going to go, damn, this dude's deep. He's, that's, I really didn't think about it like that right. from that context. And I think other half are going to go, you're fucking crazy. You're just yeah. trying to make something out of nothing. And that's okay. I'm actually or okay. Or you may have too much time on your hands. I, I actually don't. That's the crazy part. But, you know, it's just the way my brain functions and my spirit just talks to me, you know, in a certain way. And look, somebody can call me crazy and that's okay. And this is what I mean about being firm and solid in what you believe. You understand? Because if my words don't move you, then I can't control that. 
if my words moved you then I'm satisfied. I'm happy, you know? And again, I hope I articulate in a way where I'm provoking thought for people because look, trust me, I look at the logical side also, the practical side, right? The people that are like, you're just fucking crazy. Like, go get a job, make some money, start a family and, you know, abide by the rules of the world that you exist in, that you live in. And we have to do that regardless. You understand? Regardless if you're thinking this far or not, you have to do that. Because you can't exist in this world without making money, right? So why not provoke thought and try to go a little bit deeper in, in understanding? Mm -hmm. Because you might find, because that affects you as a human being, how you treat a person on a day to day, mm -hmm. right? Because if I just, that me shunning, oh, I don't care, oh, I think you're thinking too deep, oh, you got too much time in hand, oh, you're crazy for even thinking this, you know, I, I'm going to throw it back at you. And I'm, I'm, you're crazy for literally just accepting what, what they're giving you. With, when, you, when didn't you go to school and read the history books and read about how crazy all this, the world is, but you want to just believe exactly what they're telling you, but I'm crazy. All right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue with someone who isn't willing to open their mind even just a little bit, you know, um, and expand, right? Because I always tell people, you got to stay in the learning curve of life. Don't ever feel like you figured it out. You know it all. You know what I mean? Like, you're only, and I love to say this, you're as old as you've ever been. And you're as young as you'll ever be every single time, every day. I turned 33 in three days. I ain't never been 33. And that's as young as I'm ever going to be once I am 33. You understand? Mm -hmm. So it'll be silly for me to think that 33 is going to be anything like 32. Or that I figured it out at 25. I'll, I know life. What? Really I'm going to scratch the surface. I'm going to turn 40 one day. I'm going to turn 50, God willing. Maybe 100. And I'm not going to know what life is going to feel like at that place until I get there. And I really shouldn't be the same person when I get to that. Mm -hmm. Because how could I be? Life is going to throw, right? As you get older, your body starts to shut down a little bit in areas, right? You're not as flexible. You're not as active, right? How dare you think that you can live the same way you was living at 20 or 40? You're doing your own life a disservice. I, check in with yourself. Why? Maybe you're, 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 if you're unhappy or feeling unhappy in life, it's because your spirit is not content with your growth of your journey. Like, people think, oh, I'm a real one. Uh, and that means that I've been the same person since I was 17. Are you really real? Because we're not in the 90s anymore, buddy. This world is completely different. So you're not doing, you're really maybe. The changed. And I don't want to judge no one, but maybe you're real stupid for not growing with the times. For not trying to understand what it means to be 30 years old as opposed to 20 years old. You understand? Uh, or try to understand these things a little bit better. You know, again, I'm hoping that my voice, my spirit, my life, and my art, and my work, I can reflect these ideas and provoke these thoughts into people and instill a, a certain level of understanding and love in people that this is really the, like why not move this way why not love this way why not live this way mm -hmm. you know um in a way where we're here for each other because yeah. at the end of the day we're all gonna go yeah. like speaking, speaking of work literally um, what stuff do you have going on coming up oh man all right so we're gonna shift gears <laughs> go from uh you know uh the spiritual stuff to the work man i got so much stuff going on i'm so excited i have a, a new comedy feature dropping uh this year crossing it gets into all these film festivals we want to get it into it's called super blocked and um that's it's a feature a, film 
Yeah, it's a feature film, and it's about a Latino entrepreneur who starts a professional cock blocking business to help <laughs> his, mo- his mother's financial turmoil. Okay. So, so it's funny, man. It's funny, yeah. you know. It's sh- shout out to Romel uh, Rodriguez. He's the director. You know, he put me on, and um, it's such a fun film. You know, the concept, the premise is just too too much fun not to at least want to see what it's about. You know, and then I, I just finished up another feature, a drama called Playing Sam. Shout out to Ramon, you know, Jenny, that whole team over there. That film, it's gonna be a gorgeous film, man. Ramon, he's a beast. He's he's doing, he's he's checking all those boxes, man. He's not cutting no corners, you know. And you gotta appreciate that fine art. And so, you know, that film is going to be really cool because that film, um, it really speaks to what we were talking about earlier about the differences between a trained actor, right, theatrically or cinematically, and then like the social media content creator, Mm -hmm. which would call themselves an actor, right? And that difference, right? And and I love it because, again, there's something to learn from both sides, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, we, again, put our struggles next to each other, you know what I'm saying? And we can really learn and grow. Um... And so I'm really excited. That film's going to look great, man. That's, and that's a drama, so I get to show a little bit of a different side. When does all this stuff come out? Well, that's, this is all, that one's going to be a 2022 uh, drop that we, f- we finished, you know, principal photography like a month ago. So now it's all in post-production. He's, t- he's, he's doing it right. So that's going to be a 2022 release. Uh, right now I'm working also on another film called The Boogie, which is, <laughs> oh my God, another very hilarious film uh, placed in the Bronx. You know, it's it, it, it's kind of like um, almost like a Dumb and Dumber, right? Where like these two best friends stumble upon this gold, this treasure that doesn't belong to them, and it belongs to someone dangerous. You know, um, but it's placed in the Bronx, and it is so funny. But my favorite part is actually the depth of this comedy. You know, because as hilariously funny as it is, because I'm telling you right now, there's going to be belly laughs coming out. You know, we're like having a good time shooting this. You know what I mean? We're like on set crying. Like, Usually all that right, translates all right. over. Very right. Well. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like when it's yeah. that kind of vibe, you know, you're doing something right. You know, we're like, all right, get it together. We got to do another take. You know, that's how funny it is. But there's such depth to this uh, film. You know, the screenplay, I think, took about four to five years to develop. Wow. You know, uh, the messages, the themes are all really, you know, um, put in place correctly, you know. Um, and I'm just so, so proud of, uh, of all the projects that I got going on. That's going to be another 2022 release. We're still shooting that one, mm-hmm. you know. But um, definitely, man, I just also booked another dope project that I'm filming out in Dallas soon. And so a lot of things are happening, man, you know. How do people follow you? Yo, man, check me out. I'm mainly on Instagram. I mean, I have a Twitter. I have a TikTok. Um, but my home is Instagram right now. Uh, you can stay stay tuned with all of that. At and what's Mark, your Instagram? So they're gonna. I was gonna say at Mark underscore Rain. That's uh, M A R C underscore R E I G N. And yeah, man, I got a, a block party next Saturday, the thirty first. We're celebrating my birthday on a block party. It's gonna oh, be in Spanish Harlem, one eleven between Third and Lex. Y'all more than welcome to come and cool, see the cool, vibe. Man. It's gonna be dope. I'm gonna have like activities and entertainment going oh, on. Should be fun. I'm gonna have some stand up. They're probably gonna roast me. So <laughs> you know, wait. There's gonna be a stage in the middle of those. There may be. There may be a small stage, or we're just you know gonna like perform around the DJ tent. Mm, okay. You know, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, man. Uh, it's gonna be 420 mindful. 
is what I'm calling mm-hmm. it now. I'm mm-hmm. creating this new thing. You know, people like to say 420 friendly. I want to take it a step further and say 420 mindful because it will be kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it is legal now, you know, and I think we have to in some way shift the narrative, take, remove a lot of these negative connotations that come with the cannabis, you know, because it's literally healthier than a bottle of Henny. I'm sorry. I love Henny though. <laughs> you know what I mean? But drinking, like, it's no different. If, 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 if people are comfortable with seeing people open bottles and drink in front of kids, they shouldn't feel as bothered with smoking. I get it. There's a smell. There's an aroma, right? Uh, and so that's what I mean by mindfulness, right? Like, I'm going to have the kids in one side of the block and the adults on another side of the mm. block, you know, because this isn't about... Yeah. Going too crazy. Yeah. But yo, man, shout out to Lucky Boy Podcast. Lucky Boy's podcast, man. I, I appreciate y'all for giving me this space and platform and all this runtime, man. Cause let me tell you, I I'm sure you can tell by now I can talk, man. Yo, I go. you know, to be honest with you, we had a, a separate guest, uh, uh undercover cop. He talked for hours i'm talking oh. about six hours oh wow so you 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 haven't beat the record yet. oh cool cool so, right. so you're you're still in probably the middle i got so. you all right so we're gonna keep it going and uh, <laughs> <not every style. laughs> i mean like we'll step away but, get me another know. coffee bubble bubble oh bubble tea. man I, I think they actually closed up shop already <laughs> yeah, so, yeah yeah They're but thank you out here. but thank you uh for coming through you know um and sharing your story um oh, I, man, appreciate i've been y'all. certainly enlightened myself um spiritually you know you're talking about like how art has influenced your life and how you're trying to inspire others Absolutely. and bring people together, uh, you know? It's, and that's my life's that. mission, <laughs> honestly. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys, man, honestly. And uh, I can't wait to come back and talk about the next level things of life and, you know, as we continue to work in, you know, so Yo, thank you again. Excited for all the, the future projects, man. They keep us updated. Absolutely. Oh, you could definitely, if you want to see some work right now, you could go check out Anna Adore on Amazon Prime. That's Anna with one N and Adore, like Adore. You know, it's, cool. a, it's, a, it's a cool sci-fi drama. Uh, it's a feature film on Amazon. Yeah, send us the link because, you know, we're going to have it in the description box and YouTube oh, and cool, everything cool, like that. Cool. So, you know, well, thank you again for Yo. being with us. Lucky Boys out. You already know. Lucky Boys Podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for the rest of our episodes.